All right. Welcome, welcome. What's up, Sleezers? Happy St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. It's St. Patrick's Day. Day. It's really not a major holiday. Live from Patty's Pub. From whose pub? Patty's? Patty's Pub. Come on, Patty. You know, from like Always Sunny. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I never actually (laughs) watched that show. I'm not going to lie. But I know. That blows my mind. We, We have our shamrock shakes so. Got our shamrock shake on. Yes. I'm feeling sham. I'm feeling like a shamrock star. <laughs> a shamrock star. I am. I, I put my, my little double espresso in it. Uh, it was very good. I had my McFlurry in the car. I literally oh. finished <laughs> it in the car <laughs> while, while you were trying to find a parking spot. Work took us like 10 minutes to find parking and grace kept telling me to like park in like illegal places it wasn't illegal like, if the sign says i can't park street there cleaning, but it's raining then i we saw the street cleaning that's car like so that's clearly just an when it's underestimation raining. of their ability to clean the streets while it's raining but anyway. anyways welcome to our saint patrick's day episode Shamrock, thank you for tuning back in for another one I want to give an honorable honorary mention to this 2018 Miley Cyrus Instagram post, which she captioned, it's easy being green, (laughs) (laughs) but she spelled it's I-T-S-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z space capital E-Z space being green. Um, This will all be on our Instagram. Very iconic. If you want to look at our Instagram, it's at Sleeve Society. And you can find pretty much all of the references that you need if we don't shout somebody out in the episode or we forget to tell you where to go to find something. um, You can find it in our Instagram post. Yeah, everything's going to be on our Instagram because we talk about a lot of pictures, but we're a podcast. Yeah, so that's going to be our little visual aid for everybody. Do you know the history of St. Patrick's Day? It's kind of insane. St. Patrick wasn't even Irish. Oh my God. He's a British person. I bet he isn't even a redhead. Why is it always the British? I don't know, but... Was he even a real leprechaun? No, he wasn't actually a leprechaun. He like banished snakes or something. But um, so St. Patrick, Paddy, was actually a British boy from roman britain because i guess this was around the time where like the empires were changing which is kind of crazy because i feel like we don't conceptualize the switch of an empire like the roman empire just happened but we don't really think about okay anyway so his original name was suck it like (laughs) s-u-c-c-a-t i'm not making this shit up and in the early 15th i can't talk it's that shamrock shake like poison me oh my god anyway in the early fifth century aka the 400s marauders (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to say that again wait how the fuck marauders no you got it you got it girl they're the irish equivalent to pirates they were like raiding towns along the coast i thought the irish wait this is gonna sound really stupid i thought the irish equivalent to pirates were vikings (laughs) So we need well, to, we need to do more history on this podcast. <laughs> no Vikings. Oh, wait, are like Vikings Nordic. like Norwegian? <laughs> Norwegian? Yeah, it's like Norway. I meant to say Nordic. Sweden, wait, Finland. are they actually are? Yeah, they're Scandinavian, oh. so it's the Nordic countries. I just thought because they're redheads. Anyway, wait, f- no, 
Are they not redheads? Like Nordic people are like blonde. But but yeah, Vikings some, some of them are were. redheads. Well, maybe it was them. These like Irish people. Yeah. I, we're assuming that redheaded people can only come from Ireland right now. <laughs> <laughs> they, I thought they only could come from Ireland. We're going to have to look into this. But okay, so back to Suck. So <laughs> they raided Suck's Cove and kidnapped him when he was 16, took him back to Ireland and made him a slave where he herded sheep and apparently wasn't given any food or clothes. So like he had to work <laughs> naked, I guess. It's like, I don't know, some Epstein Island shit. And then the Christian lore says that an angel came to him in his dream while he was working and congratulated him for not eating and then told him about a ship leaving Ireland like 200 miles away that he had to walk to. I feel like there is a couple things about Christianity that are, they don't fast, right? But yeah. they have like Lent, which is restrictive. And then do they it fast? It changes. It depends. Like oh. some people do. But so yeah, this, this angel came to him in a dream and said like, good job for not eating. There's a ship leaving Ireland 200 miles away that you can make it if you walk so it was kind of like being signed to an agency in New York. <laughs> so All you need to do is walk. Yeah, like, hey, it's 200 miles away. Also, don't eat. So lo and behold, he walks through 200 miles of marshes and bogs, presumably naked, because he also said that they didn't give him clothes. No map, no anything. And somehow he makes it to the coast and a ship of men like calls him over because they were divinely waiting for him. Of course. And they're like, hey, suck, come aboard. And then he escapes. Or maybe we so, could call him Sucky, like True Blood. Sucky. <laughs> so, I mean. Whatever you want. He eventually he eventually returns to his family in Great Britain. And his parents are like, don't ever leave us again. We love you. But then his religious visions returned. And he heard the voice of the Irish calling out to him. <laughs> He heard the luck of the Irish. That honestly is the luck of the Irish to He's not Irish. have walked 200 miles and not like gotten lost. It's a pretty lucky I don't think guy. That's where it comes from. But the religious visions came back and then he heard the voice of the Irish and they were like, we beg you, holy boy, to come and walk again among us. And so after a period of religious training that uh, I guess happened, he was ordained um, and then gave given the name like Patricius. So he wasn't even Patrick. He was Patricius. But like, although many people who were formerly enslaved wouldn't have wanted to go back to where they were a slave, Patrick asked to go back to Ireland to go serve the people that wanted him so badly. And the island was pagan, by the way. Let me just add that because I think it puts a lot of this into perspective. So he gets back to the pagan island and then became... I don't even know what you would call it. He was like converting people, baptizing Druid priests, and everyone was happy and they they loved him. And then he died on March 17th. And my grandpa put a car bomb on his horse and blew him up. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, but... Wait, what? Okay, wait, we're going to circle back to that one. That's the story of St. Patrick's Day, but many scholars find this to be highly unlikely, of course. So Roy Fletchner, who's like really acclaimed, he wrote a whole book on St. Patrick. He's a historian. He says that They can't actually, believe that he's just a lucky guy. Well, he, so actually, rather than coming to Ireland against his will, he 
fled to Ireland on purpose to avoid getting his father's job as a Roman tax collector because that was an increasingly dangerous and financially risky job because the empire was literally collapsing. And so the collectors were responsible for making up the money that people couldn't give them out of their own pockets, um, which is interesting because there's a lot of like anti-tax collector rhetoric in the Bible around this time. So Roy also argues that instead of being an enslaved man, Patrick was probably a slave trader himself um, because he openly proclaimed that he was a really wealthy guy at a time when Ireland literally had like no fucking economy. And slave trading was actually one of the few lucrative businesses where you could make money. So this is to quote him directly. The traditional legend was instigated by Patrick himself in the text he wrote because this is how he wanted to be remembered. Wait, what? His whole story is like my town got raided by these pirates, right? And, like, they came in, they were, like, pillaging the fucking village, and they kidnapped me, and they took me. But then he says, like, he went home, and his parents were like, oh, don't leave us again. Like, he took the car on a Saturday and came (laughs) back Monday. Like, if your village got raided, your parents would know where you are. So why did he flee to Ireland just because he didn't didn't want to become a a tax tax collector? collector? He wanted to go, like, get slaves instead. He had hella money. Damn, Daniel. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold, I'm eating, you know. <laughs> it's okay. We can take a break, a, a, a chew break. ASMR. But lo and behold, St. Patrick's Day is a very, it's always actually been a popular holiday, which I think is interesting. Like people were celebrating it back in the 1600s and even the Spanish colonies were getting super lit, um, which it is like a Catholic holiday. And kind of like propaganda, like a success story about taking all these pagan people and fucking them over and converting them. True. Um, it also traditionally waived Lent traditions. So yeah, you could exactly. Get drunk and fuck it up with like no religious strings attached. Kind of like some Lupercalia shit, I guess. For sure. So that's why like it's just known for people getting like drunk. Yeah. And so it was like the best holiday ever for Christians because right. they could get fucked up. Jesus wouldn't care and then they could just indoctrinate and completely take over paganism which made it all the sleaze holiday that we know and love today slay holiday slay i like your story um i don't know i i remain hopeful that patrick was telling the truth i like to think that he was just a very lucky boy as the legend goes so I don't know. I'm optimistic. And like angels came to him in a dream. Yeah, I think so. I just want to know when he goes over the rainbow <laughs> to find the pot of gold. So lep- leprechauns are technically fairies. Oh, yeah. What? Like, do you know anything about leprechauns? Did you do your leprechaun research? Yeah, I did. I did a little bit. Um, they were apparently like the cobblers of the fairy world. So like <laughs> fairies apparently have their own realm. There's a whole fairy yeah. economy that we don't know about. A cobbler is a shoemaker, right? Yeah. That's why they're always wearing their shoes. Yeah. Leprechauns. The Keebler elves are leprechauns. <gasps> the Keebler elves. I love those guys. Um <laughs> Because when you think about it, leprechauns are the only people in the fairy world that actually wear shoes. Think about it. Can they fly? (laughs) Do you have to be able to fly to be a fairy? 
I don't know. Because, like, then what's the difference between a fairy and a pixie? And what's the difference between a, a leprechaun and, like, a little, elf. I don't know, what's another little guy? Like yeah, like door. a little elf or something. I don't know. I guess they're fairy-sized. Like, they're very small. Like, they could fit in the palm of your hand or in your pocket. When I was in, like, first grade, this kid told me that he was a leprechaun. And I was like, no, you ain't. No, you ain't. Maybe he was. He was pretty big for a leprechaun. But he was a kid, so, like... When you were a kid, did you ever, in school, on St. Patrick's Day, you would, like, go to recess or lunch, and then you'd come back, and the room was, like, destroyed, and the teacher would be like, oh, the leprechauns did it. In second grade, I moved to a Catholic school, and I don't remember much, one, because I was, like, getting bullied, so Aww. rest in peace. The real leprechauns <laughs> were the friends we made along the way. Aww. You didn't... You guys didn't get to do any, like, fun thing? We did, like, I think... I don't really remember, to be honest. Like I, don't I just feel like, especially on like a, you know, Catholic holiday. I moved to a public middle school, though, and I feel like we had more fun there for St. Patrick's Day. Um, it's all a blur. <laughs> it's <laughs> It was just a sad blur. Yeah, fuck Catholic yeah. school. I didn't, re- I didn't have any friends in elementary school either, Grace. Maybe that's why I we're didn't friends. St- I didn't start making friends until I was like 13. Me neither. I would, like, try to make friends, but nobody really liked me. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know. This is turning into, like, a really sad... It's St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) The main source of information about Ireland that I have is from watching Dairy Girls. Did you watch that show? I've never seen it. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's about this group of teenage girls in Ireland in the 90s during, like, whatever political conflict was going on during that time. So they're basically just being teenage girls but there's kind of like war around them but they're like oh britney spears it's the 90s it's really cute i kind of special you would really like it that's really cute Uh, there's one boy from england in their friend group and like i guess people in ireland did not like people from england at that time because irish people were catholic and people from england were christian so they didn't like that isn't that why like the north and the northern and southern ireland split uh, because like one was Protestant and one was Catholic because Northern oh, and Southern yes. Ireland beef. Maybe he's Protestant. I don't know. No, I think he's, I think he's Christian. Anyways, it's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, just the way they talk is so Irish. I like it. Yeah. yeah. It's really special. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. I will. What other Irish people do we like? Shout out to... Niall from One Direction. So true, bestie. Sorsha Ronan, I see, Saoirse is also Ronan. here. Um, who else? The Lucky Charms. Uh, luck. What's it? Lucky? I was just gonna, oh, Lucky. No, what's his name? Wait, it's got to be Lucky. They wouldn't put that much thought into it. It's definitely Lucky. I also feel like the Tricks Rabbit is kind of a leprechaun character in a way as he's always doing mischief so are easter bunnies (gasps) leprechauns no they're their own thing no they're bunnies freak they're magic (laughs) have you seen that like you know creepy ad where the bunnies are trying to get you to follow them down the rabbit hole and it looks like some illuminati shit you know but i keep watching clips of alice in wonderland on tiktok like (laughs) they just show you like 30 seconds from the movie and then i go onto the page and i watch the whole movie but i just watch it in like 30 second tiktoks 
Um, you know how uh, my mom told me that the Easter Bunny wasn't real? I was like seven or eight. And I just, it, this was so unprovoked. Like she had no reason to do this. I was like seven or eight. And I went up to her and I'm like, oh, mom, like, I can't wait for the Easter bunny to come. And she looks at me and she goes, the Easter bunny's not real. <gasps> she said it like I was stupid. Oh <laughs> I started God. crying. <laughs> I was like, why would you say that? No. Why would you say that to your kid? Like, why would you not want me to believe? That's like, trauma. That's traumatizing. Isn't that mean? When I was in the second grade, um, I was like in the school cafeteria. This was at Catholic school, by the way. I was in the cafeteria, like in line. And so they were talking about Santa and like, I still believed in Santa. Like I was in second grade, shit. Oh no. And um, this girl in front of me, Jane, was like, yeah, like I know Santa Claus isn't real. I just pretend so that my parents still give me stuff. And my heart was like, what? What? It's weird because I really was always pretty on the fence about the whole Santa thing Mm -hmm. I remember like throughout my childhood I was always like "Eh, is he really is not is he not real I don't know but the Easter bunny was real (laughs) leprechauns were real like (laughs) I don't know why that was like my only "Mm, this is a little bit of a stretch I don't know you know what's weird like is it bad or is it good to let your kids believe in Santa? Because I was talking, I, I was talking to my coworker, and she said that she might not do the whole Santa thing with her kid. Her kid's like, I think her kid like just turned two, so he's not really like into it yet. She was like, "Yeah, I might not," just because like I don't know, it feels weird to like lie to him. From a parent's perspective, though, I think Santa is so necessary because it gets your kid to shut up about like exact things all year and it's like okay you're teaching them moderation you're kind of teaching them to not be so materialistic and you're also teaching them that they need to be like well-behaved people how is santa teaching them to not be materialistic i want you to explain that because like we live in a we live in a society (laughs) we (laughs) we live (laughs) we (laughs) we live in a world now (laughs) We live in a world where it's either we live in a society you where you get a present under the things. tree or you get a coal in the stocking. Well, no, think about it. Like Santa was the one time a year that you could like get stuff. Like you could get you just put things all year on your list for Santa. You like curate that shit. I would write like letters to Santa thinking it was real. I'd be like, please like, help throughout me. The year. I'd be like Santa. I just want some friends. Santa, I really, I want to like go away. I like, I think I wrote oh to the tooth God. fairy. Like, You're like, I would like a condo. <laughs> no, I would, I would like write, <laughs> I would like write some deep shit to like the tooth fairy. Oh my God. Wait, people. would your parents read it? Do you think? Well, they had to, and then they would write back and oh like, my God. So you're even say that is really sad that your mom knew how sad you were. I don't know. I mean, I kind of had friends, but uh, I don't know. I I had friends too, I think, but I it think, was weird. I know, right? It was yeah. weird. Like, I definitely, you know, I had friends that existed, but... I never felt like anyone's best friend. Yeah. Like, I felt like other people were my best friend, but, like, no one really wanted me around. I don't know. I just never felt... Like, I was always the person that, like, got... <laughs> this is fucking sad. <laughs> but I was always the person that got picked last in seventh grade, like, field day. I remember we were playing like kickball or something 
And I literally got picked last out of the whole grade. I was just, I don't know. I was just, just weird. Quirky. My parents are like, oh, when you were a kid, you were like literally scared of every single thing. And I'm like, you didn't think to like go get me checked out by like <laughs> a, psycho- a psychologist. Like oh my God. you were just like, mm, that's probably normal. You know, I'm like crying all the time because nobody <laughs> likes me. They're never like, hmm, let's <laughs> like, maybe she we should, so. she should like see someone. Oh my god! Like yeah. they weren't bad. Like my, they're not bad at all. Actually, they're fantastic. But I'm just like, I don't know. I probably would have, probably would have like taken my kid to go like, yeah, take some tests. There's no more helpless feeling than being a kid and being bullied or having no friends because like, it's that street mentality of like if your mom calls their mom, then it just gets worse my mom oh my god if she mm -mm. I remember my mom every year at my elementary school she would make this like really crazy haunted house in the school library and everybody would always be like oh so cool whatever and this group of kids in my grade were walking through and my whole family would like be different characters in the haunted house and this group of girls were walking through the house and they saw me and this one girl said oh there's stupid Annika and kept going no and I told my mom about it my mom I don't I I remember her being barefoot but I don't know why but she goes (laughs) barefoot into like the courtyard and she doesn't this girl's name was Carla she doesn't know what this girl looks like so she's just going Carla where's Carla (laughs) she doesn't know what she looks like she finds Carla and yells at her and I'm like stop it mom like my god your mom is a g for that one though yeah, I'm. I, I don't know. I think I don't really think it did anything for me. It to just be makes honest. it worse. I like, remember just being like a really unhappy, bitter kid. So I think yeah. that's probably why other kids didn't want to be around me is because I was just always like. But it's mad. such a cycle. But it's like, yeah, exactly. I was so I tried so hard to like have friends, and then I went through you know the things that I went through, and so then by the time I hit middle school. I was so like over it just from Catholic school that I was just a bitch. And like, it makes you sad. Cause I was like emo. I would hang yeah. out with the emo kids, but like they were all kind of traumatized and just, it was a lot. Well, and it's also, I mean, <laughs> it's not like I would just be friends with any old, <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, I don't know. It kind of just felt like I'm the only person who felt like their life was a movie. <laughs> And nobody else wanted their life to be a movie with me. Because, like, I didn't just want to be... Like, I could have been friends with, like, some fucking nerds or whatever. (laughs) But, like, Like that wasn't enough for me. That wasn't good enough for me. They weren't, like, trying to be cool, like, bad girls. Does that make sense? Like, Like, I I don't know. I just wanted my life to be, like, a movie. Yeah, I do want to shout out because I know I've been like talking a lot of shit about my childhood. I want to shout out Sophia Motelka. If you're listening, she was she was like, who is that? My, <laughs> she, like, I don't even know. She was like my best friend, but she was like more than that. She was so sweet Aww. all the time. And she's a very inspiring person. Like she was 
like one of those friends that you have and you're like i want to be like her like you admire her she was so nice yeah I don't she have was so cool she had like cool interests and then i switched schools and everything kind of fell apart but oh i actually definitely did have one of those but she's unfortunately no longer with us oh sadly. my god yeah in eighth grade this is actually really sad she passed away from uh cancer very sad oh, she was very cool just she like had all the same interests as me she was like we were both into like anime and like pierce the veil hell yeah <laughs> but um yeah it was very sad so i feel mm-hmm. like i could have had a would did you say her name was sophia yeah yeah i feel like she could have been my sophia but it was too soon sadly That's anyways really sad. back to ireland <laughs> if we were in ireland we'd be playing like bagpipes right now it was actually the <laughs> this is so sad it was actually the anniversary of her death the other day i forget oh i think it was on february 25th r.i.p rest in power r.i.p lisa in peace lisa she is this is supposed to be about st <laughs> patrick's Box day episode. you guys <laughs> well it's easy is- being green <laughs> like is it <laughs> is it yeah speaking of miley cyrus last night we watched the hunger games wait why oh <laughs> like trying to connect those dots in my head right 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 yes we watched catching fire the best one literally the best hunger games movie it's like compelling as fuck like i felt that shit we literally talked so much about the hunger games when we were watching it and after like we were just talking about it and annika said no like we can't talk about the Hunger Games on the podcast. We can't, because I didn't say we can't talk about it on the podcast, but like we can't talk about it during the St. Patrick's Day episode. <laughs> but, <laughs> then, like, but then I found a Reddit post. It's also pretty compelling. It's titled, Why is District 4... I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> it says, why you say it? Why is District 4 Irish? <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you're a Hunger Games fan, you'll remember... <laughs> Okay, so from District 4, there are three named characters, and they're all Irish. So we have Finnick O'Dare. Are you actually going to break this down right now? Of course. Okay. So we have Finnick O'Dare. He's hot. Sexy. What's his name? Sam Clafton, I I think, is the man who plays him. Um, He's fine. We also have Mags Flanagan, who, if you don't remember, is the older woman that he goes into the Hunger Games with. And then we have Finnick O'Dare's love interest, Annie Cresta, who is... Annie. That's not an Irish last name. It's actually from Spain, but she does have red hair. So Irish confirmed. I just found something. There are four provinces or provinces in Ireland, and apparently this thing called Dublin 4 just came up, um, also called D4, And it's a historic postal district, like an area of Dublin. And it was where the upper middle class people would live. So it's sometimes even used to refer the Irish upper middle class in general, whether or not they actually live there. They're called like the D4 people. Oh my God, District 4. Yeah. What? Maybe that's why. That is crazy. I don't think that she probably, I don't think that Suzanne Collins probably looked into it as much as we are. I think she did. Because District 4 was supposed to be in like California slash Oregon. 
so i don't really well, yeah she can't like make them actually in Ireland. Yeah, i mean but well yeah i know but i'm just thinking like i don't know they could be irish i feel like they definitely are irish they all have like pretty tan skin and stuff so maybe that's like maybe they're mixed maybe i they're don't like know tan. maybe they're like I a mean, little bit they could go in the sun they kind of look brazilian why is cleveland irish oh yeah talk about your grandpa Oh my god! <laughs> Talk about your Irish car bombs. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't want to like not just a drink, you guys. Okay. Are you allowed to actually say it's your I grandpa? I love my grandpa. Yeah. Is I'm he still alive? Him. Hell yeah, he is. Is he not gonna like get arrested? <laughs> no. From, what like, are they doing? gonna arrest him for? He didn't do anything. Oh, he didn't. No, none of them did. Okay. So yeah, my grandpa's a great. He's one of my favorite people on this earth. He's one of the best people on this earth. Right. And don't Italians and Ir- and Irish people in America like have some sort of historical beef my grandpa he had red hair he was like a ginger oh. so his nickname which he always had his name's oh. red everyone calls oh, him red. wait that's so badass yeah so red red is my grandpa and he's he's really cool so basically your grandpa knows someone who <laughs> who the wrong blew guy. up Danny wait what do you mean they got the wrong guy they blew up the wrong person no 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 so the Italians hated Danny Green for reasons so they they were after him and and at this time to quote my grandpa oh they were blowing everybody up so they would (laughs) they they would make car bombs and put them in people's cars so that when they light the ignition or start the ignition the car would blow up um, but Danny Green knew that they were after him and they, they were literally blowing up everybody. So Danny Green and his little son, because he had a son, he would get his son to help him dismantle the bomb and put it on the car next to him. So they would Whoa. check his car for car bombs and then the person next to him would blow up. But Wait, that's so fucked up. Why would you not just like get rid of the bomb? Why do you have to put it on the car next to you? He's like, well, someone needs to blow up. Like You can't just put it, throw it away like... put it on the car next to him they would check for car bombs damn that guy's such a piece of shit yeah but what's crazy is his son is of some high stat i don't know not very high but he he's like a politician or a chief of something oh wait is his son like is his son like he's still alive he's still alive and he's like the chief of police now or something i don't know what he is i want to write a screenplay about my grandpa so bad he has so many great stories and he's an insane man I have like a really funny story about this Irish guy, the 1930s, this guy named Michael Malloy. He um, basically, this is the story about his murder. So this guy, he's like in his 60s. His, his, um, his nicknames are Mike the Durable or Iron Mike. Uh, I learned about this guy from this video. Um, this person on YouTube, his name is Sam Onella Academy. So one word, Sam, one word, Onella. Basically, he was homeless. He's an alcoholic. It's like 1933. He is also a former firefighter. And one day, his like five friends, one of them, by the way, is named Tony Marino. Mm, that Italian. name sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> we probably know him. Uh, anyways. Uh, oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> The other one's name is, his nickname is Red. <laughs> Wait, what are you? Wait, I'm on Wikipedia. Okay, anyway, so his five, his, his five acquaintances, Tony Marino, Joseph Red Murphy, Francis Pasqua, Hershey Green, and Daniel Kreisberg. 
Dude, this is fully about your grandpa. So his five friends decide that they're going to take out a couple life insurance policies on Michael. My grandpa, what? like, was a life insurance. What? <laughs> he sells life your insurance. Your grandpa sells. Listen, because they, it says uh, they had the aid of a corrupt life insurance agent. So Wait, when was this, though? It was 1933. Yeah, no, so my grandpa's safe. It wasn't him. Oh, it was before his time. He was, like, born. My fr- <laughs> a friend of mine, or <laughs> my coworker, her grandma is 107. So, anyways, not Grace's grandfather. No, but he's free. Basically, they took out, like, three life insurance policies on this guy. And the person who owned the bar, which I think was Tony Marino, their plan was basically give him an unlimited tab at the bar and he's just going to drink himself to death because he's such an alcoholic and he has no self-control. So a couple days go by, Michael Malloy drinks like basically his body weight and it doesn't kill him. So they say, okay, let's replace his liquor with antifreeze. And so he keeps drinking the antifreeze. <laughs> it doesn't kill him. They're like, and he doesn't okay, realize that didn't work. <laughs> no, because he's so drunk. Next, they try turpentine, horse liniment, which I think is used to, like, clean horses' hooves or something. Rat poison. None of these kill him. (laughs) So finally, they start just giving him shots of straight-up methanol, which is just, like, pure alcohol. Yeah. Which, like, should... One shot should kill a person. But he's, like, slinging him back like it's nothing. (laughs) Nothing happens to him. And so finally, they're like, all right, this is not working. They give him raw oysters soaked in wood alcohol. Uh, Doesn't work. They gave him a sandwich with spoiled sardines mixed with carpet tacks. That doesn't work. And so they're finally like, okay, we're going to have to do this. You know, we're going to have to find it. We can't just keep feeding him stuff. Yeah. So one night he obviously gets so drunk that he passes out. They drive him a couple miles down the road. They leave him outside in the snow, take his clothes off, cover him with water, and they expect him to freeze to death. Next day he's like at the bar again. <laughs> he got saved by like uh he I think he got like rescued by the police. So that didn't work. Next time they just straight up like run him over. <laughs> They run him over, and um, he actually s- still survived. He had a lot of broken bones, but he survived. All right, so finally, he passes out one night, and they just put a hose in his mouth connected to a cold gas jet and turn it on, and that's finally what kills him. So, Th- See, this is why they just started doing car bombs. Yeah, so much it's easier if he done. had just died in a fucking car bomb. But anyways, right. they say that he died from pneumonia. Death certificate gets signed, but then the police, who, first of all, they know Mike from having to, like, pick him up, (laughs) and they also know Mike because he's, like, impossible to kill. Like, they see him eating fucking thumbtacks, and he's there the next day, so they're like, Mike is dead? (laughs) That's not possible, so they exhume him, and they have an autopsy, and then they finally realize that he was murdered, so... So that's the tale of Michael Malloy. His um, his murderers all got uh, executed, and yeah. God damn. I would have given up. 
I just want to know like how I know he it's survived. Like such a medical mystery. <laughs> well, this because I looked up um, the article that you're looking at, and he was such an alcoholic that the reason that the methanol didn't kill him is because he had so much he had, regular yeah. liquor in his stomach <laughs> that it like <laughs> that it just it like out. mixed in. And also, I'm sure that. I mean, I feel like freezing him probably wouldn't have worked because he had so much alcohol in your system. I read once that the captain of the Titanic was so drunk when the Titanic sunk that he survived hypothermia because the alcohol in his system actually kept him warm. What the hell? I know. That's what I think about every time I like go out on a cold night. So yeah, I don't think freezing him probably would have worked, but... One time it was like the coldest night, like it was it was in freezing. Ohio or just yeah, but okay. it was like one of the, it was an awful snowstorm. Like people were told not mm-hmm. to leave their house, so of course my grandpa's at the bar, <laughs> and <laughs> like they're watching, you know, on the news. It's like this is the coldest night ever, and so my grandpa's like, "All right, start taking bets. Like I'm gonna go streaking." Oh my God. And my grandpa fucking did it. He like. Didn't die. I wonder if he was barefoot. But yeah, he's my grandpa's nuts. This he's a says great guy. that one of Mike's, one of Michael Malloy's nicknames was Irish Rasputin. What does that even fucking mean? I'm a little Irish. I have you a little are? Irish in me. Annika Jaeger. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning. Oh, we didn't even talk about the potato Oops. famine. The potato famine. Uh, that's like Irish as fuck. That's like why they came to America, right? There was like a war. I don't know. I think there were a lot of reasons. The potato war. I don't know. Turns into potato, rolls into the sunset. More like potato feminina. Potato feminina. What were they wearing? (laughs) What were they wearing during the potato famine? Honestly, we need a potato famine. You and me. (laughs) Never mind. The British government, no surprises, greatly repressed Ireland's population in the centuries, leading up to the Great Hunger... They were intended to pressure Catholics to convert to Protestantism and take away the power of the oh, Native Irish. Oh, you know who's a really sexy Irish guy? Yeah, um, fuck the famine. Let's look up, like, hottest Irish. Yeah, who's, like, the hottest people? Irish person? Oh, the priest from Fleabag. He's Irish, and he's really sexy. His name in Fleabag is just priest. Did you watch Fleabag? No. You gotta watch it. It's really good. Redheads are cute. Who? Oh, redheads? Oh, that is controversial. If we do red hair, we have to do it together. And then tell everyone that we're related. We're Irish. Yeah, and we'll be like, look at our hair, dum-dum. We're Irish twins. (gasps) Mm. What is that? Is that when you, like, sleep with the same guy? Ew, no. It's when you're born within 12 months of your sister (laughs) or sibling. What was I thinking of? Oh, I was thinking of, like, Eskimo. You're thinking of Eskimo Eskimo sisters. (laughs) Oops. I like when they play bagpipes at like a funeral. I think it's really cute. Mm. I saw this girl on TikTok do a cover of that Pink Floyd song. What's the Pink Floyd song that's like? Oh, like the great gig in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She did a cover of it on her bagpipes. It was really good. I'm I'm subjective. Pro bagpipe. Pro pipes. Mm Mm-hmm. We need uh, to do like Wait, a bagpipe can we salute. Fi- for the Instagram, can we find a video of somebody like smoking <laughs> weed through their bagpipe? I feel like I've seen that before. Is that real? Did anyone do like Irish dancing here growing up? 
No. And their tan legs and their big blonde wigs. Nah, they're like Irish. They're pale. No, Irish dancers need to have tan legs. Yeah, they have white little knee socks and they have like super tan, super tan legs. A little Irish jig. We should have done a jig. Like, just, I don't know. Should we like do a Irish salute like out of the episode? You start. <laughs> I don't know. Also, Frost Children meet don't. up. Don't. For my birthday, March 20th. You can you can All come right. to that. If you're Irish, please show up. If you're Irish, please come meet us at the Frost <laughs> Children's show. We have questions for you. Thank you for listening to our mini episode. Thank you, Irish and not Irish. Yeah, thank you to the Irish for your contributions on society and culture. Thank you to the Italian people that worked really hard. Girl, it ain't um, St. Saint, Saint Linguini's day. <laughs> Uh, please like and subscribe rate us five stars and um, if you want to check out our Instagram it's at Slee Society you can take a look at our references and whatnot. just follow us because we're silly little girls yeah and we're fun and cute and wait Garfield is Irish is he? no Look, so we wait have is he? and he eats lasagna that's Italian Fuck. Oh, he's my grandpa okay we gotta go <laughs> bye <laughs>